Nifty Radio, celebrating the six-month anniversary of the Nifty Practice Tips. Welcome, as we take a short stroll down memory lane and revisit our very first practice tip, CPL 19050, what you may not know about the right to testify in the grand jury. While a defendant, who is the target of a grand jury, has the right to testify until the indictment is filed, the people's obligation to inform the defendant that the case is being presented to the grand jury only exists if the defendant is arrested before or during the time of the presentation. In such cases, the obligation to serve CPL 19050 notice runs from the time of the defendant's arraignment on the criminal court complaint to the time the grand jury votes a true bill. When there is a direct presentation to the grand jury without an initial arrest, the people have no CPL 19050 obligation to notify the defendant of this presentation and his or her right to testify. That right to testify, however, still exists until the indictment is filed. A representation, either by the choice of the DA or at the order of the court, does not require CPL 19050 notice to be given by the people. However, if the defendant knows of the representation and notifies the grand jury or the DA of his or her desire to testify before the new indictment is filed, that request must be honored. If the defense serves timely proper CPL 19050 notice, that is, serves it in writing, and you vote the case without complying with the defendant's request, you must represent the case if the defense moves for that remedy. The only exception to this rule is if the defendant requests that you vacate the vote so he or she can testify and then you revote the case. You cannot, however, force the defendant to do this if she or he served proper timely notice and demands that you represent the case. Any claim that the defense wishes to make that the people violated the defendant's CPL 19050 rights to testify before the grand jury must be done in writing in the form of a motion to dismiss within five days of the defendant's arraignment on the indictment. This time frame is strictly enforced by the appellate courts. A defense attorney's failure to effectuate the defendant's desire to testify before the grand jury is not per se ineffective assistance of counsel. The defendant's right to testify in the grand jury is not equivalent to the right to testify at trial. Technically, it is the defense attorney, not the defendant, who determines whether the defendant should testify in the grand jury. In addition to those six points, we have some bonus questions for you. How much time is a reasonable opportunity the people must give the defendant to appear to testify in the grand jury before they may vote the case? When a defendant is ordered to undergo a CPL 73030 exam, must the people wait for the results before voting? When and how are the people considered to have been properly served by the defendant with the Defense 19050 notice? When there is a direct presentation to the grand jury and the defendant properly notifies the grand jury of his or her desire to testify after a true bill is voted, 
but before the indictment is filed, what do you do? You want answers to these questions? Well, the answers to these bonus questions and many more CPL issues are addressed in the memo titled CPL 19050 Issues. And you may connect to that by going to our practice tip and connecting with a link that is at the bottom of the page. Our PRAC producer, Jonathan Marconi Crespino, and I wish to thank you for joining us for these podcasts and hope that you will continue to do so. Don't forget, the entire list of podcasts can be found on the PE. And if you have any topic you would wish us to discuss in the future, please be sure to let us know. Be well and stay ready, my friends.